2: All right, everybody, we're back again. This is The Drive on 93.7 The Ticket, proudly sponsored by Sandhills Global. Sandhills Global is looking to fill hundreds of new openings in sales, traveling support, software development, web design, and more. Career and internship opportunities are available at the Global Headquarters in Lincoln, so apply today at sandhills.jobs. Boom. We got Nick in the house. Gentlemen. The man has returned. Good morning. From good morning. From big house on Vine Street.
1: Yep. A lot, of, a, lot of, a lot of buzz down there this morning. Bzz, bzz. A lot of buzz. A little bit of a newsy morning for the uh, first day of spring mm-hmm. practice as well. I'm sure you guys mentioned it. Oh, yeah. Um, Anthony Grant, Tommy Hill, currently not allowed to practice, was the quote from from Matt Rule. It, it sounds like off-the-field stuff, academics, standards of the team is what they're categorizing Anthony Grant's as. Um, didn't really give an explanation for Tommy Hill and then you have Chris Hickman, James Carney, and one more that I'm missing, Tyreek Johnson, Tyreek Johnson mm-hmm. who are no longer on the team as well, uh, by their choice. So, mm-hmm. transfers? Um,
0: Did they transfer anywhere, or just not
1: yet? No, not yet. So I, I would assume that it, the Chris Hickman story is is really interesting. Talk because, about it, because he comes in as a four star from Omaha Burke High School and a four-star wide receiver Uh, under scott frost they transfer or transition him into like a tight end then they transition him back and then they don't really know what they want him to be never could crack any any starting 11 on on the offensive side of the ball Mm -hmm. but then he played a little bit of special teams just kind of got lost in the shuffle time Uh and time again so um that one james carney just decided to move on um guy from norris high school uh, who was a 3 star had the usual you know the normal Kansas State Iowa State offers um with Nebraska ended up choosing Nebraska didn't really crack anything um in his first couple years and then Tyreek Johnson was the five star one of the first five star transfers that Nebraska got out of that that push in the transfer portal and never saw the field
0: mm-hmm. so mhm
1: Nick, if if you know you've been through some spring
0: practices before, yeah, you know you've been to the pr- you've had two different coaches right now at this point. Right. Obviously, yeah. one who's um, you know hasn't coached the season yet and Coach Rule. But what have is there anything noticeably different? And I know you obviously pressers don't. I mean, yeah, you're just gonna tough. say what you're gonna say. Yeah, exactly. But as far as this spring ball, what would you sense this? Uh, was there any sense of an urgency that you felt down at the stadium this morning? Any sense of urgency? Um. Um. Excitement. What was the feel? What was the pulse? Would, if you would,
1: I would say aligned. I. Yeah. I, don't, I don't. I don't know if I'm ready to say like there's. There's a. There's. The energy, like the excitement. They haven't played like, a game yet. Yeah, they haven't played, and you're only day one into it. Um, I, I think also that there's going to be. Tough. I mean, they're, st- they're still in the transition. Like, mm-hmm. Coach, this was their first day actually coaching a football Ooh. practice yeah. at Nebraska, yep. right? Mm-hmm. And and Matt Rule talked about it. Like, he, he was saying that, you know, we were trying, like coaches, we were trying to figure out, okay, where's this group? Where's what group? Where are we at? Or even names yeah, still at this ex- point. names, things like that. Um, Matt Rule was like, so something about Matt Rule that he did let us know is he takes notes on his phone. So he goes, you know, when you guys come into practice, you'll see me at, with my phone out. I'm taking notes. I take notes on my phone Hmm. the entire practice. Then we go into meetings and I have my note sheet on my phone from that practice and say, all right, let's talk about this. Let's talk about Uh this. Let's talk about that. Um,
2: Was he the only one that spoke then?
1: It was. So we, we heard from Matt rule, the ones that I heard about or or, or listened to Matt rule, Gabe Irvin, and then Mm -hmm. Luke Reimer, Heinrich Harburg and Ethan Piper also spoke, um, but they were in a different section. So, um, I was just bouncing back and forth from those two podiums, and so uh, Gabe Irvin—I mean, he looks the part. I mean, I—I've I, been a Gabe Irvin guy. Like, I've—I've I've liked Gabe Irvin since mm-hmm. since his freshman year, um, and I, I think we saw it in 2021 mm-hmm. yep. when, like, it was—he was about ready to take it. Yeah. He was about yeah. ready to take that starting job, and we really saw him the start injury. to gain separation from the other guys in that Oklahoma game. even. Yeah. And then he got the the injury, and yeah. so it was like, all right, well then Ramir Johnson had to step up, and then last year you get the transfer of Anthony Grant, who had like I think I think 915 yards, yeah. rushing last year, and it was like, all right, well how can you complain with that? That's that's pretty close to a thousand yard rusher. That's as close as Nebraska's gotten. I mean, you in, think in about the three years. names you
0: just mentioned though, Nick, so Ramir, Gabe, Irvin, and Bryant. I mean, each it's, it's one of those would make make you go. Wow, and you hadn't even mentioned AJ Allen. Exactly.
1: Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Who, who, fellas? I mean, Nebraska. They must have done something special to retain him. Like they, they must have made some sort of impression on AJ Allen to retain him. Because if you think about what we saw from <laughs> an him, an impression on his pocketbook. Yeah. Well, well, whether, whether it's nil, whatever. Add some zeros. Yeah, yeah. Whatever. Whatever it may be. I mean, you. They did some somehow, some way. They did enough to retain him because he is not here without former. Husker running backs coach Brian Applewhite. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, he he was tied to his hip basically. I mean, yeah. it was he was going to TCU to be with Brian Applewhite. Brian Applewhite comes to Nebraska. He comes to he comes, Nebraska yep. to be with Brian Applewhite. And now Brian Applewhite leaves to go to Buffalo after he's let go. And he, AJ Allen still gets still wants to stay around. So he or or that tells you about how he feels about the running back room.
0: Mm you know uh, I'm gonna see the profile Hayden from the text line uh welcome home to Mon Green go big Red. the ticket has all the star lineup uh love you all a blessed day Hayden love you appreciate you too man yes we welcome him on uh to the uh, to the, uh, the ticket family show will be on Thursday I believe Thursday nights, six six. six six p.m so definitely check that out it's great to have aGz which is what I call him uh, on the mm-hmm. ticket lineup as well Nick what else stood out to you today about today's presser man
1: well I mentioned that they were it feels like they're aligned and the reason I not necessarily with spring ball yet because you're only one practice in, but with winter conditioning and and Coach Campbell, um, Luke Reimer said something. It was it was interesting, kind of eerie because Luke Reimer said we we paid attention a lot about a lot to flexibility, and mm. and, and he said that's the time that we are focused on you know making sure our bodies were ready to take on this grueling couple of weeks mm-hmm. that we're about to about to endure. And right as he said that. From down down the hall, you hear Ethan Piper's voice because obviously it all echoes in the memorial in Memorial Stadium. Uh-huh. Down the hall, you hear you hear Ethan Piper go. We really focused a lot on flexibility. We got to prepare for our body. We got to prepare our bodies that way for coming up for this this process. Mm. I mean, just it w- it was eerie because it was like, man, did I I just heard that same exact thing from a different yeah. guy. Um, so I it's it's very little and, and don't read too much into it, I guess. But um, I, I think. The more than in years past, there's a consistent message yeah. throughout the entire team. Yeah. Did you get throughout to see any on-field
2: team? drills then, no. or anything? Or nope, not
1: Just... today. Not today. Um, we don't know quite yet when we're going to be able to to get in there. Well, That's quick all up to Matt Ruhl,
0: A quick rundown from what, at least this, this is from um, um, Nebraska's uh, fan na- uh, fan nation. Uh, obviously practice today was from six to eight, ruling three to five players. Tomorrow it's seven forty-five to ten. No media availability. On Thursday, uh, 7.45 to 10, it'll be Coach Satterfield and Coach White, three to four players. And to round off the week, uh, Saturday is from 9 o'clock to 11.30 and no media availability um, then as well. So um, they got kind of – I'm not going to read the whole spring. I'll do that each week. But that is this week's schedule uh, with no media available tomorrow, but you guys are back there on Thursday and none on Saturday. And I see they, they keep the sign. the, the times change from six, uh, 7.45 to 10 and 9 to
1: 11.30. Yeah. Um, a lot of times, so um, a lot of times that has to do with probably class, schedule class schedules. Class schedules, um, yeah. So like Thursday, and then you've got so th- that's the thing. So Thursday also, it looks like we get to be in practice. Ooh. Wednesday, is, Wednesday Ooh. is Nebraska's pro day. Wednesday is Wednesday's Nebraska's pro mm. day. Um, so we'll we'll be able to talk to guys after their pro day. Um, pro day starts at nine thirty a.m.
0: That's so. In two days, yep. you figure the guys who didn't get an invite to the Combine, yep. this That's is huge. Yep. This is huge.
1: Yeah, so it sounds like, okay, so it looks like... See, I'm okay
2: with my teams getting knocked out of my March Madness because I got spring football. Yeah. I got, <laughs> got pro day. I got probably the biggest weekend in the history of Nebraska football recruiting coming up this weekend. Yeah. I mean, hey, thank you so much, Kansas, for getting beat. <laughs> Nick we're going to be talking a lot about that after
0: the next after yeah. the break yes Yes. Yeah, so, so Raff is trying to find these things to keep yeah, them well you've you got plenty
1: <laughs> of opportunities here Raffi uh, uh, so great. so yeah Thursday it looks like we get to we get to shoot or, or you know get to see some of the practice Marcus Satterfield and Tony White with uh, four players will talk uh-huh. on Thursday then next Tuesday hear from Matt rule next Thursday get to hear from more coaches and get to go to practice um, here's the thing guys I'll tell you this right now we got to go to two practices last year. Nice. Right. Okay. <laughs> we get to go to practice every Thursday Dang. until the spring game. Mm. So that's th- that's interesting. I mean, you want you want. I'm going to throw it in. out there
2: right now. There will be no scrimmages on Thursday during spring ball.
1: Probably not. But here's the thing, <laughs> and, and, and 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 maybe maybe it'll probably honestly just be. Hey, we're gonna stretch, run through a couple just pad drills, stuff like that. Yeah, no, nothing, nothing big, and that's fine. But when you talk about the people that talk about your program, and when you look at the people that want that talk about your program and are in this moment in the spring when Husker fans can't see you, there is value in allowing people and being okay yep. with outside. We, we transparency it, is good, right? Right? We talked about it so often under Scott Frost it always felt like there were, there were secrets and that there were, they were hiding stuff and that they were so scared of, of, of people finding out what they were working on or finding out mm-hmm. what they were doing. Or what we're not working on. Or, bingo. Like, I yeah, yeah, exactly. I, so, I was like, that's the thing. like Seriously, guys, like, think, about, think about the spring game last year. Oh, and it, and it was about, that was not a think spring about game. Every <laughs> single thing that Scott, every time that's that, 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 not a spring game. That, that, oh, that, that that's bad. That Scott Frost uh, prior to the spring game was like, "Yeah, we're going to take it easy. We're not going to do a whole lot. We're going to keep it pretty vanilla." And they might with this staff too. That's whatever it may be. But we always we always walked away from that, going, "What are they hiding, or what are they so scared of other people knowing about?" Oh. Because goodness sakes, whatever it is, it's obviously not working in the fall. Yeah. So whatever you're so concerned about hiding in the spring is not transitioning right. into something that's worth hiding for the fall. the fall.
0: You know, I think the part that, um, <laughs> Jay speakos, look, uh, looks at the Husker Kool-Aid nervously. <laughs> <laughs> sip, sip, sip. <laughs> yeah, You know, I, I think for me right now, and I, I've been saying this, at least just my own opinion, at least trust, but verify true. Mm-hmm. I trust everything that I've seen, um, off-season workouts. Uh, the, the 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 thing that's most impressive to me because this would build your program longevity is Coach Foley's absolutely insane
2: visitation schedule. It's not insane. It's what they do. No, I, exactly.
0: I love it, and that's the way it's got to be. You have to be insane to keep going at that, at, that, at that level, to keep going at that pace. Because if you want insane results, you have to do insane things. Exactly. And that's visiting – at that time, think about this, fellas, that was two months ago. Over 75 schools in a matter of what, you guys, 60 days, 45 days or something like that. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, literally that was more schools than probably the past four put together in yeah. state. Unless you secure your, your recruiting borders, you're in trouble. You're in trouble. So, I mean, all of those things make me feel good. However, I trust, but verification comes on Saturdays. Exactly. And it starts in August at Minnesota. That's the bottom line. So, I'm loving everything that I'm hearing, what I'm seeing, but I want to see results. Just like any any fan wants to see those results. But I like uh, what I'm seeing and hearing, though. I do like that aspect of it. Exactly. Nick, as as far as Coach Rule, when he talked about Grant, he just mostly mentioned it was academics, Correct.
1: Yeah, sounds like a- academics and off. He 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 said something along the lines of like it's not too bad. Um, okay, academics and I, he said standard of the program, like standards that they're holding of the program. Mm-hmm. So, I, I mean, I guess from from a, a fan standpoint and from like a, a program assessment standpoint, that's something that you want to hear because it's saying we're not we're not going to sacrifice the standard of this program uh-huh. or the standard that we set from day one. For yeah. anybody, whether mm-hmm. you're a fourth string wide receiver, a sixth string linebacker, or a, fir- a starting running back, a- and the leading returning a running back is gonna be there's going to be a standard across the board, no did, exception. Did anybody ask about their install? Like,
2: Mm-mm. no, I'm darn not sure.
1: It. Come on, people. I'm not. I'm not sure if they. I honestly don't know if they had. I was. I w- so Matt Rule spoke for. I mean, 15 minutes or so. I was there for the first five minutes and or six minutes. I then I walked over to to talk to Gabe Irvin a little bit and and see how he was feeling, because um, DP was over by Matt Rule the entire gotcha. time. Gotcha, gotcha. Mm-hmm. So.
0: You know, the thing that I do like um, that, that I'm hearing is, the like you said, the standard part of it, and that everyone is going to be held accountable. And when we have the Unity Council, uh, I know uh, Coach Osborne has alluded to that a number of times. Um, Tony velan was one of the guys that was part of the Unity Council. Um, you did not want to go in front of your peers, because there was a standard that was there, regardless if you were – um, you know Tommy Frazier or me, you know you were going to be held to a standard, and you did not want to face your colleagues. Oh, yeah. You know I know uh, Terrell has mentioned that before, uh, VJ has mentioned that before, Foreman has mentioned that before, uh, Kenny Wulheit he'll tell you about he can tell you about that as well. We knew that there was a standard that was there. And you did not want to face your peers, man, in that unity. But, man, those unity council meetings, you'd be like, dang, I do not want to see those guys. (laughs) You'd almost rather see Coach Osborne than your peers.
2: Then AD would be back the next week. (laughs) (laughs) Not you again. You again, huh? (laughs) Dang it.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Yeah, there's a standard that's there, man. So that part of it I'm I'm glad to see again. But I will say this, though. Obviously, there's there's been no games played yet.
2: You win games doing little things like this though. Yep. It's the details. Well, one of the things I really liked too was they did that round table with Trevor Alberts, Matt Rule, and Coach Osborne. I got to watch that still. And one of the things that Rule said that that you know he's been watching not only old Nebraska tapes, but he's watching old Tom Osborne. He comes out and he goes, "I want it to be as hard as possible on Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday." So it's fun on saturday and i was like mm. i felt like that was sort of taken right out of the coach osborne playbook yeah where you make it as hard as you can on the on your practice days and yeah. when you get to the game it seems easy so
0: you know what ref i'm gonna tell you something man and um my teammates former guys will tell you the same thing our practices were brutal yeah so, our practices were brutal we had four stations and it was physical yeah. i mean i the number of times to where you'd hear boom Nine times I mean I mean like a thug. I mean I mean that's the type of hits that took place at Nebraska football practice under yep. coach Osborne. We were a very physical team. Uh, it was very demanding in practice. Uh, there were no shortcuts, man. In fact, and again it goes back to that it goes back to that accountability. We held each other accountable because we knew even the guys on scout team, we knew if we gave those guys a hell of a look every day, physical. Yep. Nothing was going to surprise them on Saturdays. Yep. And that's why usually Now, the score wasn't always indicative of it, but about the third series, about the third – midway through the first quarter, mentally, a lot of those games were already over. A lot of those games were pretty much over because we physically punished that other team. Even if we didn't score every time, we'd pound you. Because those hits start taking a toll after a while. And then many times that team, other team, they couldn't wait until halftime to get to ice, get to the bandages, and just to to alleviate some of the battering they were taking – and then the third quarter, you would take their heart. I mean, literally, you would snatch their heart out of their chest. Yep. You would snatch their heart out of their chest for the will for them to play football was gone. And then guys like me got to play. You know, when it's,
2: <laughs> you know what they call it when you're up 30. The 30-30 rule 30-30. is AD time, baby. <laughs> sometimes Coach Osborne forgot, forgot about me too, right? <laughs> sometimes he remembered. Yes.
0: And it's like Dion Figures. Uh, I've shared this story a number of times. a former uh, great cornerback for Colorado. I'm, I'm that's when you could chop block and I'm chopping this dude over and over. And he says something about said, I can't sit goes, dog, why do you blank blank keep hitting me? You see the score. I'm like, that's why the score the way it is. And then he starts laughing and I help him up. But it it was it was a system, it was a mentality, it was it was our culture and our DNA to physically punish you. And we just didn't do that during the week. That started in the spring ball, like right now, to bring it back to the world right now. Yep. Dudes were hungry, man, because you realized. If you're a competitor, if you're an athlete, if you're a dog, you yeah. know right now is your time to shine, man. And the only way to
2: the only way to be a physical football team is to be physical. Exactly, right. So it's like that's why exactly. I hope that the spring game does not roll around and they're not passing people off and yeah. doing that That's again. not a switch you just hit yeah, all you, of a sudden. And I feel like you miss that one opportunity in the spring where you play in front of people because the speed changes when you play in front yep. of people in a crowd. You're adrenaline. You're di- you're different than a practice. So use that game as a game so you can see kind of see what you have i i just feel like the last like 5 6 years even you know not even just under frost it just felt like it got to like we're playing games like we're going to walk out with a cat in our hands and we're going to you know we're going to play who kicked the ball to the lineman and stuff like that and i'm like yeah. you are wasting an opportunity yes. to Get better Another as game, a football team. You've said that a number of times,
0: Raf, and I think it makes perfect sense. You said this is an extra, this is an extra game. Yeah, and I totally agree. Use it, use it, because Raf, like you mentioned, man, you're going to have a minimum. I would, such, I would
2: think forty thousand people in yeah, that place. I would think so too. And I would say minimum. And, you, and we got a guy that'll be back for the spring game, and and you want to make a great impression on him. Yep. And so, go fifty or sixty. 000. Nick goes who? who? Oh. Mr. Rayola, Dylan. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah Nick yeah. looked up. Who? what you talk about, Willis? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You want to make an impression? I was like, wait a minute. We got to get that up fifty-five, sixty thousand for that game. I agree. And but so then you got that. You got people in the crowd. Okay, so kicking field goals, um, catching passes with with crowd, just. Stuff like that. Yeah, that man. use it as an opportunity to get better. Just yes. don't. Just don't go. All right, we're just going to come out and you know, right. Play you got to
0: maximize yeah. this moment, man. I like Brian T. Said, "Oh, that's dirty." I like it, Brian T. He goes, "The field was dirty back then, littered with souls." <laughs> I love
1: that. Yes, sir. Um, so, update on the scholarship before we get to break. With the uh, this is up to date. Nebraska sits at ninety-eight scholarships on their roster. That is including Anthony Grant and Tommy Hill. So you'll remember that, that Tommy Hill. How many scholarships now? Um, 98. You've got to get it down to 85. 85 by the start of fall. So slowly. On our way. Slowly but surely. And a surprise
2: um, from Terrell. As amazing. a starter, I really didn't care for spring ball. <laughs> <laughs> Terrell, you're you're from a different planet, so I don't think you can't.
0: Yeah. Hey, Terrell, we're gonna talk about you in a second. He goes, he got a picture of crying Jordan, me looking at my bracket after being ranked ninety six thousand. Terrell was killing it, he was killing it, he and was then on his way. and then madness happened. And soon, <laughs> yep. folks, we're gonna take a break. Quick word from our sponsors and partners, Drive ninety three point seven, that tech head.